Hello, everyone, and welcome to I'm Not Your Shrink, a podcast about changing the dialogue in your life. I am Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical health psychologist and couples therapist. Each week, we talk about everyday issues that people face with the intention of helping you to feel connected to yourself, to others, and to live your life. Hey, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the first episode of I'm Not Your Shrink. I am so honored that you have chosen to download this episode, to click play, and to spend some time with me. I have gratitude for you for doing this because I know how important our time is. And I also know how important it is to spend time with those who fit with who we are, who lift us up and can help us feel connected with ourselves and others. So thank you. I want to take this first episode to introduce myself and talk about why I wanted to create this podcast. But first, let me start out by saying that it is my hope that in each podcast, you will be able to reflect and grow about you, maybe about the things that you do in your life or your relationships, or to just find a general way of living a life where you feel integrated. Now, what does integrated mean? It means that all parts of the self are together, that you as a person are a whole. And in later episodes, when I talk about things like dealing with stress or just in general going through life, what you will come to discover is that when you live in an integrated way, you will spend less energy and feel less drained because you will be living authentically and true to yourself. So let me go to the why of this podcast. As a psychologist, I sit with individuals and couples every day and I hear them say something so painful and hard, sometimes for the first time to anyone. They share with me how alone they feel in their life, in their world, how isolated they feel. And there are often, at the core, two things that really come to the front. And they are, do I matter? And am I worthy? Or am I good enough? Can I repeat that one more time for you? At the core of those who come to my office, not just them, but the core of the human condition, is a longing to know, do I matter? Do I matter to you, to anyone? And am I worthy? Am I good enough? A good enough lover, partner, friend, mother, father, daughter, coworker, employee, person? At times, my clients will be talking about something difficult and they will ask, am I the only one experiencing this? Or this is so hard for me. Why is this so hard for me? I am often struck by how isolated my clients feel, how isolated people feel. This isolation and separation from other people is so pervasive. And I wonder as you are listening, if you are connecting with this, do you know this feeling inside of you? Do you know what it's like to not know if you matter or if you're not worthy? And maybe not, and that's okay. And I hope that you will still follow me today and tune in for some other episodes, but maybe you also know someone who could really connect with that, or maybe even at some point in your life, you felt it and you weren't able to get through it or you did get through it. But I want to emphasize for those who are struggling with this, that it is part of the human condition and that we all struggle with this in some way at some time. We are living in a space of being very alone in the world, yet ironically, we are more connected than we've ever been. 
I think of the positives of social media, how they bring people all over the world together. And actually, I laugh at this a bit because I think of even when I'm listening to podcasts and one of my favorite marketing person, I listen to her when I'm walking home and I feel like she's my best friend. She's walking home with me, but she's not my friend. She doesn't know me. And when the podcast is over, I don't feel known in any way. But what strikes me the most is that people do not talk about this feeling of isolation. They do not share with someone else the struggle that they are having. Now, the challenge is that not only do we feel alone and isolated, and we aren't sharing that, so those are two pieces, but the third challenge there is that we also feel shame in feeling this. We feel shame to struggle. We feel that there is something wrong with us for feeling this way, for struggling. Like we shouldn't struggle in life. Like we shouldn't struggle with not feeling good. Or that we don't have it all together. Or we should already be through our struggles. We should already be at the end goal. And I hear this sometimes in myself when I talk about the things I'm doing. When I just reach this milestone, then I will be. When I just release this podcast, then I will be enough, accepted. And so many times we focus on the outcome and we miss that life is actually about the process. It's not the end goal that matters. Life is about the process. So people focus so much on shame and embarrassment that they are struggling. The other piece that is key in this is what we do with our emotions. And there are times where we don't want to feel our emotions. Okay, well, let me rephrase that. We don't want to feel our negative emotions. We've learned to shut them down, to ignore them, and to definitely not talk about them. And that's not your fault when this happens. Of course it happens. Think of that three-year-old boy that falls and he scrapes his knee and you say, get up, brush it off. Right? We, we do this. We do this everywhere and it's okay. But then when big stuff happens, we say, just shake it off and get back to work. So when I'm sitting in front of someone and I ask them, what's it like to talk about the loss of a loved one, the rejection of a job promotion, or the feelings like they are a failure? They don't know, or they push that emotion away. I see the eyes well, and they push it down. They push the tears away, because we are told for so long to not feel our painful and hard emotions. So we don't share them. We don't process them. We don't feel them. We just stuff them down. And then one day, like many times, a client shows up in my office, and they ask, why? Why am I so anxious? Why am I so depressed? And over time, we see that they have shoved down emotions of grief, loss, despair, sadness, pain, fear. Now imagine, imagine a boiling pot of water. That is your emotions. Now imagine this water is boiling and you start to hold down the lid and it starts to boil and boil and boil. You know what happens. You boil over or you blow your top. This is what happens when we don't share our emotions. We have to let them out some way until they come out in anxiety, depression, or anger. When we don't sit with them or process them. And you know, the thing I've learned about emotions, they give us so much information. They tell us what we need. They help us move into action. We need them. Okay, so you are probably thinking, well, Tracy, you are a psychologist. 
Of course you, you, you talk about emotions. Of course you ask someone, what does that feel like? And you're right, I do. I love to ask that question and know what's it like for someone else. But I want to tell you something else. I haven't always been this way because for years I was always told that I was too sensitive. I needed a thicker skin. I couldn't let things bother me as much as I did. I was told these messages and while today I know they were well-intentioned, these messages told me that there was something wrong with me and that I shouldn't feel what it is that I'm feeling. And it has taken me time to learn to value my emotions and that actually it is my biggest strength and tool that has helped me to be a human and to be authentic and real with my clients, but also with people in my life. And I will never forget the first time I teared with one of my clients after receiving a cancer diagnosis and to let her know that I felt her pain and sadness and grief. And when we talked about it, she said that seeing me be human was incredibly healing, validating, and meaningful to her in all our work, which leads me to this. We need to be human. And this is something that we long for. And being human means connecting with other people. When I ask clients what they want to get out of therapy, they say at times, to share this here and not be judged. Like somehow the people in their world couldn't even begin to imagine sharing it with them. So if there is no one in their world to hear it, to sit with them or to witness their experience, what does one do? Ask yourself what you do when you begin to struggle. What is it that you do when you are having a hard go? When you aren't feeling good? When you're struggling with fear or pain or loss? When you don't feel good enough or worthy? What I see and know for myself is that we try to do anything to hide our true self, to protect ourselves, to keep others away. Maybe we keep busy and try to work more. If I keep busy, if I meet all these goals and requirements of the household and family, then I am a good enough mother, partner. Maybe we say to ourselves, if I keep caring for others, then I am accepted. Or we look outside of ourselves, compare ourselves to others. Well, they're doing that, so I must not be good enough. Comparing yourself to others. But how can you know you are enough when the outside target is always moving? Or maybe we get depressed and stay away, or we feel anxious, so we numb out and avoid. All the while, those core needs continue to be there. We long to be seen, we long to be known, and we long to know that we are safe and connected. When did we become so isolated, so alone, struggling on, our, on ourselves? What were the moments for you that told you to stay inside and keep all of this to yourself? So why did I want to do this podcast? As I already said, I sit with my clients and couples every day and I see people feeling so alone in their experiences. They feel isolated. There is so much shame that they have in their lives and how much they are struggling. And I want to say this. I know. I get it. I remember feeling alone in many of the challenges of life that have come my way. Things we can talk about in later episodes but the feeling that I was the only one experiencing it. Nobody could possibly understand. I have often sat in my experience and just wondered, am I completely alone in this? Or why is this happening to me? 
And one of the things I have learned about working with others and being a woman is that there is so much going on in our lives that oftentimes it feels like there's just not enough time. We can't do it all. And we carry a high mental load. We are pulled in so many directions, so many things that mean a lot to us, our relationships, our partners, friendships, children, career, maybe even our own family. There are so many things that are important to us, and it is so hard to know if we are balancing it all. And at the end of the day, when we put our head on our pillow, we ask ourselves, was today a good day? Did I do enough? Was I a good enough mom? Was I a good enough partner? And I know, specifically as women, we struggle to know that we truly did enough. There is so much going on in a woman's life that at the end of the day, we ask ourselves, was today a good day? Was it meaningful? Do I feel good about it? And there are so many things that get in the way. It often feels like there's not enough time. We're pulled in so many directions. And there are so many things that are important to us. Support for today's episode comes from Cozy Earth. You know I am all about caring for ourselves, especially in these busy years with our young kids. We are pulled in so many directions, but I think it's so important for us to find ways to nurture ourselves that require no additional time from us. I should probably let you in on one of my favorite things to do to look after me, and that is to get a good night's sleep on amazing sheets. I am beyond thrilled to bring you Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding products with an exclusive Mother's Day offer just for my listeners. We've got a code. It's SHRINK, S-H-R-I-N-K, for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. Now, I didn't believe it until I tried them, but I firmly stand by my sleep improving with the temperature regulating technology, which adapts to your body's needs. For the past year, I have not slept on any other brand of sheets. Cozy Earth uses the very best fabrics, materials, and wares, offering superior softness for you to sink into at the end of those long days. I look forward to getting into bed, and we've been loving the sheets for over a year and their sleepwear is so unbelievably soft and it's made with such great quality. But the best part is that if you're worried about commitment, enjoy a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty on all of your purchases. Head over to CozyEarth.com and use promo code SHRINK for an exclusive 35% off and give the luxury she deserves with Cozy Earth. Support for today's episode comes from Loop Earplugs. For so long after having children, I kept wondering why I was easily overwhelmed and felt like an angry mom. The noise from the kids, the dog barking, and the sounds around me from everyday life. But I now understand that I'm not an angry mom, and instead, my nervous system gets overwhelmed and overstimulated, which is why I've been turning more and more to my loop earplugs to help me stay more regulated and engaged with the family. I'm using loop engage to help dampen the sound around me. And these loop earplugs allow me to still be with every beat and conversation. I still hear Greg. I can still hear the kids. I love that they are so comfortable and they come with eight silicone ear tips to ensure the right fit for you. 
The best part for me is that I take them everywhere with me. They are proving the test of time and not to mention they're stylish in my ears. Plus, we love the kids versions, which we've been able to take to the movies for our kids. I'm so excited that Loop Earplugs is offering you, my community, a discount so that you too can tackle that overstimulation while still being engaged with the activities and people you love. Visit loopearplugs.com and use my code loop times Dr. Tracy for 10% off your order. That's L-O-O-P-X-D-R-T-R-A-C-Y for 10% off your order. For the past several years, I have been balancing multiple roles in my life. So I get it, being pulled in a lot of different directions. By day, I'm a clinical health psychologist, and I help individuals and couples every day to improve their life and their relationships and make meaningful changes to reach a place of overall well-being and to live a life that is full of meaning, that is authentic and feels good for them. I focus on helping people improve their relationships and address psychological difficulties. Now, if you've followed me on Instagram, maybe that's how you found this podcast. You have also seen my posts around couples. Thank you for following me. And I hope you have also learned that I have this long time passion to working with couples. I've been researching them and attachment theory for over 15 years. It has become a part of who I am as a person and working with couples fills me up. And I'm always amazed by how much I learn from my clients and the couples that I see. When I am not sitting in my therapy chair, I am training other psychologists. I love being able to engage in knowledge translation with others through workshops, educational presentations in the community, and help other corporations improve employee wellness. It is exciting when people are open to change and to see change happen. And it's also part of my work that when people aren't ready to change, that I help them cope through that as well. This is me as a professional, but I also balance other roles in my life. Me personally, I am a wife and my husband and I always joke that the first question he gets from friends when they find out that not only am I a psychologist, but also a couples therapist is, oh, does she psychoanalyze you? And oh no, couples therapy. Yes, I will tell you right now, I don't believe it's easy to be married to me that sometimes when we get into an argument, like all couples do, I can go right for that tough moment. And if you have ever watched any of Brene Brown's work, I can tell you right now, Hi, I'm Tracy, and I'm a blamer. But in all honesty, I do not psychoanalyze him, and he knows that I am not his therapist. And just like others, we struggle too. A fun note about us, we didn't move in together until two months after our wedding. We spent years in a long-distance relationship traveling across the country, and then across the province, and we spent years working on our communication. And I can tell you we struggled through that. I am also a mom. I have two children and a Westie dog. My children are three and a half and 16 months old, and we are learning that our roles as parents change all the time. Just when we think we have this parenting gig down, one of them changes, goes through a growth spurt, learns new concepts or learns to say no, and we have to revise our strategy all over again. So as our children are constantly growing, we as parents are also growing, but we are also growing as a couple. At times, this is hard and challenging and exhausting. Motherhood or parenthood has this amazing ability to put together two different worlds, two different emotions, the hardship of parenting mixed with the joy, the pain with happiness, the grief with happiness. 
To say that the past four years of our journey to become parents has been a cakewalk is the furthest thing from the truth. We have struggled in ourselves as to who we are as individuals, as people in our professions, as couple partners, and definitely in our role as parents. In terms of my growth personally and professionally, I would say that the past year has led me to step outside of my comfort zone. For me, my comfort zone is sitting with clients. This is a known territory. I have been doing this for over 10 years, from my very first client on clinical training, and now to the past five years of being an autonomous psychologist. Sitting with clients is part of me, who I am, and where I am most comfortable. But I have always wanted to reach more people. Therapy is expensive and timely, and I can really appreciate those two factors. I know it takes so much time to come in, and not just time and energy. Any client will say that times they leave, sometimes they feel energized and relieved, but other times they feel drained and tired because therapy is hard work. Change is hard. Coming to the realization that something isn't working is hard. So here's the other piece. I know that you will do everything possible before coming into my office, and I get it. Therapy is hard work, expensive, and you might even have your own beliefs about it. Maybe the belief that therapy is only for crazy people, and I want to say that's not true. Therapy is for everyone. Or that you're weak if you're in therapy, and I also want to say that is not true. It takes incredible strength to show up in my office. But I know that I want to reach more people. I also know that as a psychologist, I have clinical tools, knowledge, and insights that I want to be able to share with others so that they can question things themselves, reflect on things, and make changes. I want it to be accessible. So I've been putting myself out there in ways that are making me more vulnerable and exposing, and I'm really enjoying being able to do this and connect with more people. That's important to me. So I want to show up here and be authentic with you, with all of me. So when I thought about creating a podcast, what I wanted to be able to do is to take away the isolation that women feel, the isolation that we all feel, and that feeling like there is something wrong with you or feeling all alone in the world and that this is only happening to you. And then also, I wanted to use this podcast to help you find ways to balance what is going on in your life. Now, this word balance is a tricky one, and I don't think it's the right word because we're always trying to balance multiple things. But I know instead what it is, is it's listening to yourself and learning to tune into what it is that feels good in one moment and listening to that and making decisions on that. And also learning that you can't get it all done. It's not possible. And maybe it's also about knowing that you can have it all just not all at the same time. So I don't want to use this podcast to talk just from my therapist chair and only from my expert experience. I'm not your shrink. Instead, I want to be human with you, to be real with you, and to let you in on the difficulties that many women experience, at times myself, and to know that you are not alone. Can I just emphasize that? It is a daily experience of wondering if I myself have done enough in the many roles that I play. You are not alone. But I'm not your shrink. I'm not your psychologist. Instead, I want to sit beside you and say, I know. I get it. 
And when I mentioned the piece before about comparison, I kept hearing it over and over again from others that somehow I had it all together. I recorded a podcast with a beautiful woman that I'm so excited to share with you. And when she walked into my house, she made a comparison and thought, oh, you're a psychologist. You have this all together. Or at another meeting, someone said, you probably never yell at your kids. You're a psychologist. And so I'm not your shrink. I'm human. And just like you, I struggle too. Now, as a psychologist with my clients, it is my job for them not to know what my personal struggles are. While I don't believe that psychologists continue to embody the blank slate perspective, I do believe that my opinions and personal experience are not relevant to what you are going through in my therapy room. But what struck me more was that even outside of the therapy room, people were viewing me in a certain way. And I shared once with a dear friend that I too struggle with not feeling good enough at times. And she was surprised. Surprised. Can I tell you how surprised I was to know this? So when I kept thinking of doing this podcast, this was my mission. I want you to know that it's not just you, but that we all struggle in some way. At some point, even when you don't think it, know it, or see it in the other person. And what I want to do differently in this podcast is to bring in evidence-based research and clinical knowledge combined with my experience of being a professional mother with two kids, managing a business, a relationship, friendships, and all of the other things in between so that you can change. I want you to change the dialogue in your life, the internal chatter that runs through you every day. Did I do enough? Was I my best self in that moment? Was I the fun and happy mom? Did I prioritize my marriage today? Or help change the dialogue that happens between you and the other people in your life? Was I present enough? Did I have to yell at my kids today? Your partner? Your friends? Because the reality is that we don't learn how to communicate and do relationships well. I also hope that through this podcast, you can learn that you matter and you are important. So I want to leave you with one task from today's episode. As you listen to the core of what we all struggle with, I want you to tune in what is important to you. What is it? Is it wellness? Being true to yourself? Is it living a good life? Yes, you are allowed to say that. To live a good life. Is it letting go of something difficult, a hard pattern, a hard thought, a hard belief about yourself? Can I encourage you to write that down? Just write it down and make it real. Maybe put it on a post-it note and put that post-it note on your mirror. Say it out loud. Or, this is an exercise my clients never like to do, say it to yourself in the mirror. Just do it. Try something different today. One thing that I like to say to myself And my internal struggle is you are exactly where you need to be. That fits with me. You are exactly where you need to be. I am so glad that you are listening and joining me on this journey. I look forward to bringing you each week issues that women deal with every day, from having healthy relationships to being with your children or partner in the state that you want to be, to thriving in your career or just coping with the day-to-day stressors, with the intention of helping you to feel good about yourself, to feel connected to yourself, to other people, and to live your best life. 
If you enjoyed listening to this episode today, or you know someone that you think would benefit from hearing about how we struggle, the core of it, please consider sharing it with them. I would be thrilled if you left me a review and let me know what you thought. And even more so, I would love to know what areas you are struggling with right now, and perhaps an area of a podcast episode. Because while I am a psychologist with the years of training in clinical and evidence-based knowledge, I'm not your shrink. And I want to help you to start to change the dialogue in your life. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, you are exactly where you need to be. If you are looking for more information, you can visit me at www.drtracyd.com or you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, this podcast is strictly for informational purposes and does not substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Have a great week. What's up, guys? I'm Gabrielle Stone, host of FML Talk. After being love-bombed, married, and cheated on, trust me, I've got some perspective on love, heartbreak, trauma, and healing. FML Talk has become weekly therapy for my listeners, where I give you a safe space to heal with, of course, a few F-bombs thrown in. Fun girl talk episodes, solo episodes that will guide you on your healing journey, and guests with stories that will leave your jaw on the floor. Grab a cocktail and come hang with me every Wednesday on FML Talk.